Hey ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Explode Your Expert Business Show brought to you by gtex.org.uk. I'm your host, Simone Vincenzi, the expert strategist, and this is the podcast for experts who want to become the ultimate authority in their niche while making an impact in the world. And today is episode 235, The Art of Self-Care with Dr. Yvette Ankra, MBE. Now, you will absolutely love this episode because uh, one of the things that we struggle the most as entrepreneurs is putting ourselves first. Our family comes first, our business comes first, our speaking engagements comes first, our clients come first, and most of the time, we are the one who comes last. But things are about to change because Yvette is going to show you how to create a great self-care plan. So we'll absolutely love this episode, and in particular, Yvette's background story, I mean, is uh, it, it gave me goosebumps while I was there interviewing her. So make sure that you listen to this episode until the end. Now, before we get started, uh, I want to remind you that if you want to join our Sales Master Intensive Mentoring Program, where we will teach you all you need to get more clients and make more money in your business while serving your highest calling, you can find the link here in the show notes so make sure you click the link to join our sales mastery intensive mentoring program so you will learn how to by listening to this episode you will learn how to take care of yourself and you will learn how to make more money by joining the sales mastery intensive mentoring course now back to the show uh, Dr. Yvette Ankara, she's a transformational business coach, consultant, and recovering overachiever. Yvette supports women to create profitable, sustainable businesses without them becoming overwhelmed, stressed, and burnout. She does this by working with women on their inner journey and empowering them to create plans that support their personal business well-being. And she was awarded an MBE in 2017 for her work with women in business and as a PhD in sociology wow 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 uh, you will absolutely love so make sure you listen to this interview until the end as well if you haven't joined our facebook community then join our facebook community which is explode your expert biz so if you want to grow your business to six figures or multiple six figures this is the community for you where you're going to find incredible people willing to help you out of course if you're willing to help out as well and as well, you will find incredible content and bonus uh, training that I do absolutely for free for the Facebook group. Now, it's time to get started. Enjoy the show and uh, have a fantastic day. Ciao. Welcome to another episode of Explode Your Expert Business Show. Today, we are here with Yvette Ankara. How are you doing, Yvette? Good, hello. Uh, great to have you here. Bright red uh, t-shirt jumper. Yeah. Little red number. Uh, little red. <laughs> <laughs> we like that. Very, very punchy. Um, I think it's, uh, it's perfect for your personality, having had a couple of conversations with you. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, we're not here to talk about uh, your red clothing. We are here to talk <laughs> about how we can take better care of ourselves as entrepreneurs. So, before we get into into the nitty-gritty, um, tell us a bit more about yourself and how did you end up doing what you do now? Okay, so I might start with my full title. So, I'm Dr. Yvette Ankara, MBE. Mm -hmm. And the reason I 
say that it's not because I'm not proud of my clades or, or boasting. I love my clades, but it's because I am recovering um, overachiever. I have done so much, did too much always. And that um, has been my way of being. And the problem with that is that it led to me having really ill health. Mm-hmm. So from that experience, I now um, am very passionate about making sure people avoid burnout, being overwhelmed, chronic stress, and particularly entrepreneurs. And um, I'm someone that's always done multiple things. So I've always had a job, side hustle, business, you know, multiple throughout my entire career. Mm -hmm. And that is now um, the group of people I love working with. So people that have got multiple businesses who are, you know, driven, ambitious, successful, but are now very tired and burnt out and fed up, right? Mm -hmm. So, because that's my journey. So I ended up, you know, getting very, very ill. I was diagnosed with a condition called fibromyalgia. Mm -hmm. And I was still doing all these amazing things, but doing it at, you know, 20% of, you know, my capacity because I was dragging myself along um, whilst achieving those things. So people sometimes see the title and think, well, but it's like, yeah, that's great. But it came at a cost. So, now I change how I approach things. I did a lot of work on me and mm. bring that to my coaching um, and transformational work that I do with clients. Before doing, uh, before getting into coaching and the straf- mm. transformational work, what kind of uh, jobs were you doing or what kind of businesses did you have? Uh, what, what was your background? Before okay, starting? so I initially trained as a journalist. And way back a long time ago, um, I was writing for magazines when I was 16. Um, I was interviewing um, authors and music artists because I did a lot of work in the arts. And then I moved into press and PR work and marketing Mm -hmm. and then into business development. So I kind of segued that way. So lots of transferable skills. And um, I was working with education, um, tech companies, lots of different sizes of organizations. Mm -hmm. And then when I had my son, I started focusing on women um, because I was, I moved out of London. I had a completely new demographic around me and found there was this amazing group of women, but they had no one to support them with their businesses. Mm-hmm. So, you know, a lot of the business infrastructure wasn't available. So I was doing business consulting with that group. Mm-hmm. And then from there, I moved into the coaching. And then from that, I've moved, evolved into the transformational work. Thank, thank you for sharing. Um, now, this is a bit, a bit personal. Um, you can, you can tell me if you want to answer or not. Okay. But you, you said that uh, you were going a hundred miles an hour, yeah. and uh, that a hundred miles an hour came at a cost. Um, yes. Uh, what was the biggest thing that you had to like give up um, because of that going a hundred miles an hour and not and not being well at the end? Yeah, um, I had to postpone my PhD several times, which is why eventually I did it, but it took me 10 years wow. because I, when I got ill, I had to relearn certain things. So reading, for example. <laughs> um, what? So you, you couldn't read anymore? I couldn't process information. So wow. I would look at um, a page of writing and I'd have to read it six or seven times. It wouldn't go in. I couldn't get the information in. So wow. from working at such a high level, I lost the, the capacity to do that. And I had to relearn how to learn. How did it affect you? Oh, it was immense. It um, affected my confidence, um, everything, my relationship with my child. I couldn't play with my son because I couldn't physically do it. I couldn't, 
you know, carrying for long. I couldn't go out and run around mm-hmm, with him. Mm-hmm. So it had an impact on every single part of my life. Um, at its worst, that was at its, you know, its worst. I'd forget people's names, people that my family members, I couldn't remember their names. So, yeah, massive, massive impact. So, so what made you not give up in that moment? Because, it, there, you know, easy, the easy choice when you're in that kind of situation is to say, you know what, I'm done. Like, uh, because I yeah. can imagine it can be like a huge loss of confidence. Now you're there doing a hundred things and uh, be super achiever, be the best uh, at everything yeah. you do. And mm-hmm. then suddenly it's like, I cannot remember names anymore. <laughs> no. So it's a huge, is a huge gap. So what made you go, go on? Um, I think there's always been a part of me that is driven. And it was for a long time I was fighting this. I was like, well, I am not going to allow this to get the better of me. Hmm. And that actually didn't help. <laughs> what helped was when I said, okay, this is here for a reason. So what's the reason? Hmm. And started changing my approach to my management of what was going on and why I was in that space and starting to accept responsibility for some of the behaviors that led me to that space. Hmm. And that was the game changer and the shift. When I, and also I got to a point where I said, I'm tired of being ill. I can't do this anymore. I do not want to be ill anymore. So what do I need to do to not be ill anymore? And that was, that was, that was, that was huge. And it was pretty deep. And yeah, I had to go down to slowly crawl up. And, you know, now I'm completely pain free. I don't have any symptoms. I'm the happiest I've ever been. (laughs) So yeah. And I can play with my son. So my son's really happy. (laughs) (laughs) So let's now look at, uh, well, first of all, congratulations. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I know, I, I know having conversations with you, that's definitely not been an easy journey. And nope. definitely it transpires here in, the, in this interview. Um, what was the, the PhD on? What, uh, what is the, what is the doctor to go? So uh, sociology. So mm-hmm. I research race, class, belonging and um, identity. And identity is themes that come up a lot in my coaching work as well as this. So who are you? Mm-hmm. You know, how are you? Um, how do you show up? And so it was identity. So I particularly was looking at middle class identity mm-hmm. for second generation Ghanaians. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's, you know, how they show that identity. Can they show that identity? So the mix of race, class, belonging, being British, growing up here, all yeah. of those themes. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's fascinating. That's absolutely fascinating. Uh, I've had uh, I've had many conversation around this, um, in particular because uh, by playing basketball, Literally, all my friends, uh, they belong, they, they are either African, Caribbean, <laughs> and a lot of them, they are uh, like second generation, and they, they were talking about, uh, like, I don't really know where I fit in. Because yeah. so <laughs> my, my, par- my parents uh, still maybe don't speaking, like, they, w- they will still speak the native language, they yes. maybe just not speak it that well. And uh, but they have a perfect like fluid English accent, and no one see them as English. So, is um, yeah. I can I can see the confusion. All right. That that's um, I'm always I'm really interested in cultures. That's also why one of the reasons why I moved away from Italy. Mm-hmm. 
um, it was uh, unfortunately still is a, a very racist country and uh, they are afraid of what's different and, mm -hmm. and I couldn't stand that so when I arrived in London I was like oh oh, oh my god it's <laughs> like all the world is here <laughs> yeah basically that's why I miss London sometimes because I'm not in London anymore but yeah I grew up in London that's my hometown that's, it'll, you know that's where that's where my whole journey began <laughs> right so now we digressed a bit in terms of cultural uh, cultural stuff <laughs> uh, let's go back talking about uh, the, the stress I love when you de de find yourself as a recovering overachiever mm -hmm. um, I think I'm going to call this a podcast episode the recovering overachiever yeah, that's, <laughs> that's, gonna, that's gonna be the title I, I made the executive decision right now it's such a good title um so how can uh, people like yourself like myself uh, super overachiever want to be the best at everything they do they cannot stand still for a moment uh, otherwise like i feel oh, i'm itchy right now <laughs> right so how can we create uh, a bit more balance in our life i know you have a very interesting framework around that yeah, so um, I talk about self-care planning. So, you know, as an entrepreneur, you're going to be looking at your marketing plan, your business business plan. You know, you might be even going into the KPIs, you know, how's, how's my, what's my key performance indicators? What am I doing that's, you know, going to show this and your goals? But around that, many people do not have a self-care plan. And the, even the term self-care sometimes makes people think about retreats and, you know, breathing on a mountain somewhere and, you know, saying om. Now, self-care is about, you know, daily practices and habits that you create to look mm. after yourself, mind, body and soul. And this, it's lovely if you can sit cross-legged on that mountain. But, hey, real mm. life happens mm. around you every day. So you need to be able to function without the mountain, <laughs> you know, still go to the mountain, but you need to be able to function without it. So it looks at, um, I'm just do doing a little wheel in my in my mind, yeah, yeah. Uh, six areas. So you've got work, and in the case of an entrepreneur, it be your business. And within that, there may be relationships that you have. Even if you don't have day-to-day -day colleagues as you work by yourself, there's people that you interact with. So it could be suppliers, things like that. So if those relationships are positive, that's great. If they're not, you may need to look at how you address those relationships. Mm-hmm. Or even your environment, you know, as I'm not showing you my desk at the moment, <laughs> which has been tidied, but, you know, you know, so and the posters on the wall that you've got around you. So mm -hmm. it, looking at all different aspects of how you work, where you work, what you're doing within your work, you know. So often we don't invest in our own personal development after we've set up our businesses, keeping up your skills, growing yourself. All of those things are part of that strand. Mm -hmm. The other area would be the physical. I know you play basketball. You like to do energetic things. Mm -hmm. You know, for years I didn't and couldn't exercise. Yeah. So, you know, it could be the, the big exercise, making sure you go to your matches, or it could be just having a walk mm -hmm. every day just to get out there and be outside. Um, then also the emotional who do you speak to? Who do you connect with? How do you um, discuss emotions? Mm -hmm. And there's nothing wrong with emotions and being um, ex being an experience those emotions is good, but it's when you sit and dwell in any emotion, which is, mm -hmm. becomes a problem. So it's how do you manage that? Mm -hmm. Then there's relationships. So, you know, there's all these people that you love in your life and you probably don't see them very often. You know, mm -hmm. if you think about friends, it's the last time you just had sat down and had like a coffee with a friend, mm -hmm. yeah? Those things are really important. And when you have those, and you talk about balance, when you're seeing those people, it's being present for those people. Mm -hmm. It's not thinking, oh, I've got to do this, I've got to be there. So whatever you're doing, be present for it. 
that way you don't feel the guilt you don't feel the stress because you're saying i'm choosing to be here in this moment for these people Mm -hmm. for this thing that i'm doing and the last one is spiritual now if you have a faith it's how you engage with that. If you don't have a faith, that's fine. But it's understanding there's something maybe more than you and you maybe want to connect with that. It could be giving back. So working within a community, doing things for other people. That's all about nourishing the spirit. Yeah. So that's what the self-care plan does, the areas that you cover. And you'll kind of look at what's going on in your life, look at what areas you want to develop, and then start doing small things on a daily basis to maintain those things. And that helps build resilience, keep you balanced, helps you you know with your physicality and you'll find Mm -hmm. that you will actually change how you behave it will create new habits new ways of being oh i absolutely love it Uh, i love also what structured it is so let's uh, let's dive deeper into the business side of it of the Mm -hmm. self-care plan Um, a lot of people they'll be like okay i've got so many demands uh, and uh, maybe i'm just working on my own or maybe i have a small team Mm -hmm. and uh, i've got all these things going on and it feels that all the pressure is on me right now um, so how can we, so you mentioned a few things, uh, uh, so I want to go deeper on the, the business okay. part of the self-care plan. Mm-hmm. How can we create an environment that is actually nurturing mm-hmm. instead of destructive in the business? Okay. So in terms of how you work with people or? Give me the, uh, yeah, yeah. A, bit, a bit of everything here. Like what are all the, dif- within the business, uh, what are some of the strategies that we can we can specifically put in place to create a self-care plan on the business okay. side? Well, all of this all of this will connect to the business because it's about you and yeah. how you show up in those spaces, right? So, for example, if it's about boundary management, so you may have colleagues or people that text you or email you all the time and you feel that you have to respond all the time, right? It's time to put some boundaries in. Mm-hmm. It's time to, you know, it could be physical boundaries in terms of you switch off your email at a certain time. I know that might be hard for you, mm-hmm. but you actually say, I actually will work between these times and have set times. And then you can flex that on occasion, but you, on, you know, you give yourself the permission to say, on these days, I will only answer emails between these hours. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Switching off, switching off distractions, all the things that beep and, you know, annoy you through your day on your computer, tweet, 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 get rid of them, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, switch them off, have f- periods of focus that can help you as well. So if you're working on something, you say, I really need to get this done. Mm-hmm. Let people know that book that time out as if it was a client and focus on it. Switch off the phone. Those things help you feel more in control, less yeah. overwhelmed and also tell people that you're not available right now. What, what okay if you are, like, I'm, I'm curious now because there, for some people it becomes easier uh, mm-hmm. saying, okay, these are my boundaries. But then uh, for some people that are more like people pleasers, uh, like I was before and I need still to catch myself because I can be a huge people pleaser. Mm-hmm. Um, what are some of the, the, the things that are the strategies or something to say that could actually get someone, not just to think, oh, I... I know I need to put it, but not doing it, but actually to get out there and say, no, these are my boundaries. Okay. So if you say yes, what is the consequence of you saying yes? Yeah. So if you say yes to something, it obviously means that you may have to say no to something else. Mm -hmm. Right. So what's important to you? Mm -hmm. And that's, so start looking at your goals, your values and how things align to what you really want. Because otherwise, 
you're doing everything out there and then you're not feeling happy within yourself. Yep. And that's one of the things, looking at what you really want and starting from in here. <laughs> yeah, start start from the inside and then yeah. put down those boundaries. Yeah. I, lo I love what you you two mentioned about uh, the notifications. Uh, uh, Those are practical steps. <laughs> the, the email, well, they're they're really important. They're really important. I mean, I've been living a notification free life for the past three and a half years. Mm -hmm. uh, the only notification I have on my phone are um, phone calls. Yeah. Uh, so then uh, I can see whatever. <laughs> my, my wife is definitely not really happy, but. <laughs> She knows that we have a, we have a structure. So if someone needs something urgent from me, they call me three times. There because the first two times they call me, unless it's a scheduled call, I don't pick up the phone. Uh, and that's something that I've it, it helped massively in terms of running my business and yeah. be more productive, not being interrupted by random calls. And if someone uh, needs really something, they can send a text. And I get back to exactly. them when I want or they can send a voicemail and then yeah. I will... I will get back to them. So that's brilliant, brilliant strategy. Um, I want to talk about uh, uh, dealing with uh, toxic people when okay. they are really um, ingrained in your life. Because, okay. you know, sometimes you might have uh, uh, some toxic people that is easy to get rid of. <laughs> it's like, no, I don't want you in my life anymore. Goodbye. <laughs> but sometimes you have toxic people that, uh, you know, they can be family members uh, or they can be uh, people like they are really in your inner circle where it's going to be very difficult to say oh, goodbye. <laughs> okay. Um, do you have any suggestion or any recommendation in this kind of situation? Well, with those kind of things, it's about perspective. So what is it about that person that irritates you? You may find it's something that's about you rather than them. Deep. <laughs> yeah, but that's sometimes sometimes there's an emotion that's triggered by whatever they've said, but it's not about them mm -hmm. because they may have no awareness that you feel that way. You've created a feeling based on that. So maybe think, what is it about that person, what they've said or how they said it that makes me feel this way? Mm. Because they, you know, very few people are actually being intentionally malicious. <laughs> It's it's usually how you receive that body language and shift mm -hmm. and you, you, you're feeling something, you're engaging something yeah. and sometimes it's to do with other things, but it's bringing up that emotion. And if that's something that's constantly there with that person, there's something going on here that you might want to look at. So, and, and, so that's one. And what if actually that person is actually, you know, that's, I don't want that person in my life. I, I, I've done this. So first of all, do the exploration yeah. and explore what's, um, what's triggering that because absolutely okay. you yep. cannot uh, everything you experience is not anyone else's fault is no, they're just doing they're just true. doing them exactly and you and you are responding to whatever they did or whatever they said to you and then uh, let's say you explore that and you say okay on one scenario is something i want to address so i'm just going to have maybe a conversation or work on that you deeper with someone on the other side i can say actually no i don't want this person in my life okay so what is the purpose that they serve in your life? Oh, that's deep again. <laughs> Tell me more. <laughs> so they're in your world for a reason. What What is it that they're there for? Is there, do they help you achieve something? Is there a higher purpose? Is there a connection that otherwise, mm. then why are you having a conversation with them? That's a very good point. 
So it's thinking about, okay, so this person is in your life for a reason. That's mm -hmm. why it's in your life. Yeah. Then what's the purpose of this person being in your life? So if everyone is listening right now, if you think about all the people that you have, some people that might be, you hang out and you have a great relationship with other that, mm, think about what is, what purpose are they serving right mm -hmm. now? Yeah. That, that, I, lo I love that. Mm -hmm. I love that. So I, I want to go now and uh, talk about uh, um, a bit more in terms of yourself, because mm -hmm. um, I'm sure that some people can pick up some ideas on how do you create your self-care plan. Okay. So what are some of the things that you put in place uh, in your life? And of course, everyone is different. So please, guys, take this as a, this is a Yvette's word, but yeah. I want to know Yvette's <laughs> word. <laughs> so. I am um, not sporty, shall we say. Mm -hmm. So I had to create a way of exercising. So I, you know, I now bring in exercise three times a week, 30 minutes, three times a week, right? Mm -hmm. It's not a lot, but it's what I need to maintain my well-being. Sure. And when I don't do that, I notice it. Things ache and I'm cranky. <laughs> so <laughs> 30 minutes across my week is not hard. Now, this little thing here, right water jug right this one is a bit faded now but it has little lines that say how much water i have not drunk <laughs> so <laughs> it's really a really simple and cheap way of getting me to drink more water because once you're hydrated your brain's happier your body's happier you work better and i realized i was drinking very little water over the course of the day so i think this cost me about five pounds from like a high street store yeah yeah it's really simple. One of the things what's that your, I... What's your minimum amount of water you set yourself to drink a day? Do you have any... Um, I just try to get through this. Right? Okay, <laughs> I get, through them. <laughs> I, I get through one of these, yeah? I don't set minimums or maximums. Like, if I get through one of those, I'm happy. Uh, right? good, good, okay. Anything else is a plus. Um, <laughs> but one of the things I do practice and I, you know, would advocate anybody practices is gratitude. Mm -hmm. So I was doing it on and off um, for a long time. And then I made a commitment. I made a decision to commit to a daily gratitude practice. And what that actually does is it actually helps you reframe your brain. After 21 days, your brain operates differently when you start being grateful. And it may sound bizarre, but there is actually lots of clinical studies that prove the effect of this. So it's really good at building resilience, really good at helping you with anxiety, depression, any of those kind of um, things with your mind. And I say, if you're in a space where you're not very happy, don't start with things about you, start with things around you. So for example, mm. yeah, it's not blue today, but you know, blue sky it's a brilliant day it's not raining quite frankly that's great mm -hmm. and even if it's raining it's actually i say well that's good because it means that the plants get water we have food to eat so finding three things every day to be grateful for mm -hmm. and doing that every single day and then you find when the situation happens you don't react necessarily in the same way you did it won't be oh woe is me or god this stuff always happens actually maybe this happened for a reason or I'm really grateful this happened today rather than tomorrow because it would have meant X. Mm -hmm. So it does change how you perceive things, how you think about things and how you react to things. So if there's one practice, I would say that everyone, you know, try for a minimum of 21 days, it would be the practice of gratitude. Oh, that's, that's brilliant. That's absolutely huge. Um, and uh, in particular, when you have those situations where you feel that, why me? <laughs> <laughs> we all have those days. It's like, yeah. why me? Why everything is happening to me? <laughs> that is a huge, huge, very powerful exercise to yeah. kind of come out from victim mode and see 
Yes, you get your this power is, back and you're Yeah, this is not the only thing that is happening right now. You put things in perspective. You know, sometimes when we have negative things happening, um, it feels like that's the only thing that is happening. Yeah. And we filter out uh, all the other things that we have exactly. or that are good in our lives or yeah. the resources that we have. So absolutely very, very powerful. Okay, so we are, going to, we are towards the end right now. Um, this is the part where we ask about what is called lifting the veil okay. where we ask about something that may be a book or an app or a tool or a habit that uh, is uh, worth sharing that uh, everyone like should do in their life in your opinion or uh, they should read uh, what's that for you meditation <laughs> okay tell me, tell it's me meditation it's it's such a game changer and again I do a variety of meditations. I do walking meditation. Mm -hmm. I do um, guided meditations. I just do some breathing sometimes because especially if you've got a busy day, mm -hmm. just setting yourself up with just taking some breaths and just focusing on what you want to get out of that day, how you're going to be. You'll be amazed how you don't feel stressed out, how you mm -hmm. flow through the day how things just work. I call them green light days where everything just goes lovely. It works beautifully. When you start getting stressed out and hung up in your little world, they become red light days. You know, you catch your, your coat on the door handle, <laughs> the lights are red, you're late for the beat because your whole being is in that energy mode. And I find meditation also helps you mm. keep a nice, beautiful energy going. And yeah, I don't always do still, so sometimes just walking and the walking meditation is a great one. It's just being aware of your body, just feeling your feet on the floor, feeling each step, feeling the muscles that make you move, just focusing on moving. And that's a great one. Uh, very, very, very powerful meditation uh, for everyone else. Also, maybe watching, maybe you're having a Fitbit or something similar. Yeah. Just, just yeah, I got. It's my Bella Beats. <laughs> I got, I, I, I got, I got Fitbit. By the way, Fitbit <laughs> is not sponsoring this show, so disclaimer. Yeah, neither is Bella Beats. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so they should send us some money for the mention. Uh, I'll, 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 I'll make sure I reach out to them. Say, hey, we yeah. mentioned you. Send, send me some money. Um, <laughs> but there is a there is a feature where actually it actually guides your breathing. Yes. Uh, so it, it gives you like a little vibration when you should breathe in, a little vibration when you're breathing out. And I found that in particular if I'm or I'm walking or I'm commuting and I'm going somewhere in the tube mm -hmm. and I got this five minutes or two minutes. Yeah then uh, even just having the vibration guiding me to breathe in and breathe out, uh, it makes me more focused and helps me instead of wandering around. So there are a lot of different tools and no excuses not to do your yeah. meditation. No, okay, otherwise, tap, tap. That's why I like my tool. That's why I love my tool because it has guided meditations on there as well. Brilliant. And breathing and, you know, as you said, it only takes a few minutes. It yeah. doesn't have to be a big chunk of your day. And that's why I love the idea of a lot of the self-care planning. There's some things that are very short and very easy to fit around what you do already. I uh, absolutely love that. That was a great interview, Yvette. Thank you very Thank much you. for joining today. For everyone that wants to reach out to you and say, I need Yvette in my life. <laughs> 
where, where can people stalk you or find out more about you? <laughs> I'm all over social media. So you can find me on Instagram. Um, sorry, Yvette Ankara is on Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, and on Facebook is Yvette Ankara Coach. But you can find me on all of those platforms. I have a website, which is YvetteAnkara.com, makes life simple. Um, so you can reach out to me on that. So, yeah. Fantastic. So all the links are going to be in the show notes. So make sure you scroll down and uh, connect with Yvette. Uh, Yvette, thank you very much for uh, being uh, with us today. It's been an absolute pleasure. Me. <laughs> it's been an absolute pleasure. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for watching. If you're watching, thank you for listening. If you're listening on the show, uh, if you haven't subscribed yet to the podcast, what are you waiting for? Subscribe right now. Click the subscribe button so you don't miss any other incredible episode. And until next time, remember that together we grow exponentially. Ciao.